Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode four in Flawed Peaking Concepts. And we're going we're gonna to stick with this theme of extreme. It seems like everything that we're talking about, Adam, has some extreme component of, of something. But the, the loading mechanisms, I was talking to Eric Helms a, a few weeks ago, and, and he said, you know, you're, you're the one who popularized front loading, like you're a front loader. And I was like, no, I'm not. He said, yeah, that, you know, back 15, 20 years ago when you were winning hundreds of pro cards with clients, like that's what you did. And I said, it was never a front load. I just got rid of the, the back load. Like I, I just kind of kept people even. So I would, I would bring people up to a normal level, but it wasn't a load. You know, my goal was, was to just keep everything kind of normal and then start to progress, you know, you know, maybe taper off if we're a little bit too full, getting too close to spillover. But then, you know, the way I do a progressive linear load now had a couple components to the week instead of just, you know, maybe straight linear. Um, but there was never anything extreme about it. But yet today, there are still people who do an extreme front load or an extreme back load. And we already talked about doing the entire sodium depletion and in, in all of that and water. So we'll, we'll put that to the side. But just in terms of how you manage carbohydrates and overall calories, what, what do you think are, are the limits to those extremes? Because I, I guarantee an extreme method may be right for somebody at some point, if they nail it, if they don't, there could be a really horrible outcome. But, but do you still lean towards some of those tools when you need to, Adam? Yeah, man, this is a tough one because there's always a time and place that you will go a little more extreme with a client. Um, so, you know, with my peak week packing list, um, I have a few girls who will bring like maybe a slice of pizza backstage, um, just more so for the sodium content, or if they're just completely stuffed and, you know, they can't fit much food in, that's a good um, kind of low volume, high calorie food option. Now, first, we want to make sure they digest it well. Do they you know, eat similar things? Do they make this pizza by hand? Um, some people do well with a burger because it might be something that they've ate for refeed meals throughout their prep. Um, so there's that few people who are probably going to need a little bit of an extreme. But I would say in most cases, people can go in with a uh, relatively gentle load and just manage them in. So it's going to be your extreme ectomorphs that might need that more extreme stuff. When you work with the mesos and the endos, you know, we don't usually use those tools as often. Mm -hmm. Well, let, let, me, let me give a quick kind of worst case scenario. So the front load, the, the way it was ascribed to me, which was just to get people up to where I know where their glycogen ceiling level is, and then we're going to manipulate it from there. If you do more than that, if it's an actual load, well, you know, homeostatically, your body's going to rebound. You, you've, you've eaten more than you needed. You're trying to create this super compensation effect on the front end of the week. So where do you go from there? You know, okay, so now you've done that. You've achieved this super compensation. You have to titrate off those extra calories. So now you're moving all those physiological metabolic variables downward. So now calories are coming down you're losing glycogen in the muscle tissue. So now you have extra glucose floating around 
you know, to, to draw water outside the muscle cell even further. And you're getting a little bit flatter because now you're getting, you know, you're reducing your glycogen. So, so you almost have to then double dip and try and recreate a little fullness. And you've just missed the point to be very steady and find that line, keep all the variables moving in the same direction. So I, I just don't quite understand a rapid front load. The rapid back load makes more sense in that you're just rolling the dice. It's like, okay, we got two days, one day. How much can I fill up my body and hopefully not spill over? And there lies the issue. You know, what if you don't make that? What, what if it is so extreme that you're still spilled over? There's no recovery from that. So again, finding that line a little earlier and knowing that you don't have to be quite so extreme. So that's, that's why I'm still stuck, not necessarily using these as intentional tools, but once in a while, Adam, you get in that position where it's this, this client's really taken off. You have to throw in more food, more food, more food. All of a sudden it feels like you're doing a rapid backload because you're, you're accelerating calories so much. But that, that's my take anyway on, on why I don't necessarily plan something that extreme. Yeah, I had a client last year. Uh, they were like, why am I doing a rapid backload? I was like, well, you know, the plan wasn't to do a rapid <laughs> backload. It was progressive. But your metabolism has just sped up so much as we've added food that is now actually turned to a rapid backload. I was actually surprised they new to like categorizes that so i was like they must be watching our podcast but i was like kudos on the terminology <laughs> yeah all right guys we got one more episode for you we're gonna wrap it up next time on this series on flawed peaking concepts we'll see you then